this podcast, you will learn the importance of energy management and what you can do to manage it. I am Lisa Lam, and my goal is to help you to discover new ways to develop your skills by challenging perceptions and sharing experiences so that together we can learn to enhance our everyday. To find out more, check out lisalamcoach.com. Energy and not just time management for productivity improvements. Let's start off with what is the difference between time and energy management? Time management focuses on how you can best manage your time. We all know that time is a finite resource and therefore one of the most precious resources we have. Due to its finite nature, it can either be used well or wasted. It can be done just as easily either way. Because as the saying goes, time waits for no man. Once it is gone, it is basically gone. Now as I've grown older, this is becoming more evident every day. One of the least exciting things about getting old is that time is not on your side. In fact, neither is gravity. You manage time by scheduling it during the course of the day. You allocate time to get work done. You can allocate it for meetings, discussions, you know, writing out proposals, analyzing data, making decisions, and the list goes on. You allocate time for not just work, but also for other things that you want to get done during the course of the day. It could be to exercise, to catch up with friends, to have time with your family. The list of activities can seem endless. No matter how long the list is, time is of course the same for all of us. No more and no less. Energy management, on the other hand, focuses on when is the best time during the day that you are at your best optimal energy level to perform specific types of work. Energy, unlike time, is variable and potentially infinite in its resource. It is variable because you are able to deplete and drain it, but it is also one that you are able to recharge or power it up again. This, in turn, gives you the potentially infinite resource to manage and utilize. Energy management involves knowing what your energy level is through the day. Just like the circadian rhythm, our energy flow during the day will vary between productive and rest periods. Knowing what your energy level is during the course of the day will help you to determine the kind of work that you want to do, or what kind of work best fits that energy profile that you have at that point in time. So what is energy management? Energy management is centered around the concept that it can be depleted and recharged, and therefore potentially limitless. Now, as a resource, it can be managed, and unlike time, which is finite, energy can vary throughout the day. And depending on the energy level of the day and your work style, you can be more productive and more effective during certain times of the day. Your productivity level is dependent not just on the time, but more so on your energy level. Therefore, it is your energy level that will determine the outcome or output. Time is just a function that you block out to get work done. To actually get the work done, it is your energy level that allows for that work to be performed. There are different work styles and broadly categories by the generic term of morning or night person. A morning person will be the one that wakes up early in the morning works best in the morning and is typically what the work world expects. We all go to work between 9 to 5. A night person, on the other hand, is totally alive and most productive in the evening. Therefore, finds it difficult to get up and get going in the morning. Energy management basically dictates that you do the most suitable type of work 
depending on when your energy level is at its best for that specific type of work. For most of us, our work will revolve around these three types of categories. Namely, 1. The thinking type or the analytical type. This is the one where problem solving and decisions are made, where you need to analyze information, brainstorm ideas, and so on. The second category is physical work. This includes physically moving about, creating something with your hands, exerting physical strength, and so on. And third, creative work. Now, this could include painting, creating designs, artistic work, thinking of logos and taglines, and so on. Choose the work that you need to do based on your energy level. And if your energy level is at its highest, you should tackle what you would consider hard type of work. While the easier type of work is when you want to do when your energy level is low. Depending on the type of work, the energy level will correspond. For example, if your energy level is low, you're not going to be good at any type of work that requires mental, analytical, and decision-making. To get work done in that stage, it is an uphill battle. So what do we do when we're feeling sluggish? We reach out, obviously, for caffeine to give us that jolt of energy. However, no matter how effective caffeine may be, there is more to energy management than just taking a stimulant. Caffeine is certainly part of the arsenal that we can use. Some more than others, obviously. What are the energy management techniques? 1. Know your energy level cycle throughout the day. We all have productive and rest intervals during the course of the day. For example, a morning person will always be more focused and mentally charged to get going in the morning or the first half of the day. Therefore, for this type of person, it is best to do the thinking type of work in the morning. Secondly, know your energy buckets. Be aware of your energy buckets. When you break down the energy levels that we do have, it can roughly be broken down into four buckets, namely your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. These four energy buckets will enable you to not only perform what you need to do, but also to give you the abilities to perform certain functions more effectively and productively when you're able to manage them appropriately. Number three, know your energy power banks as well as vampires. Beware of what drains your energy and what recharges or energizes you. Just like any device that is run on battery, if you do not plug it into a power source, the device over time will not be able to run once the battery runs out. The same goes for you. If you're overdrawing on one or more of these energy buckets, you will certainly run dry at some point in time. And that is the most common reason for burnt out. Number four, charge your energy levels throughout the day. Schedule time during the day to charge or energize your energy buckets. It does not require anything special, just a set of time to quickly power up. For example, during lunch, listen to music or read a book or go for a walk. That could re-energize you. So basically, it's any activity that suits your energy bucket that you need to charge. What works for you? In order to know what works for you, ask yourself the following questions. 1. Are you a morning or evening person? Number 2. Which part of the day do you experience the most energy for thinking or creative work? Number 3. What time of the day do you get the most work done and what type of work is that? Number 4. What type of activities drains your mental or emotional energy? Number 5. What type of activities 
energizes you. Number six, how can I avoid or minimize activities that drains me? Number seven, how can I do more activities that energizes me? Let's also be realistic that there is no one role in our workplace that will be 100% fits into your respective chronotypes or the time of day that you need to get certain things done. We all have a part to play in our roles and whether we enjoy it or not, we still have to get certain things done. So therefore, there will certainly be roles that will drain your energy and there will also be roles that would hopefully energize you. For example, I find meetings to be one of the most draining activities I have to do. However, it has to be done and there's no one that I can delegate it to. Recognizing that and then it is not to avoid what drains me, but is then to find activities that is able to recharge me to balance it out. For example, I love to analyze numbers. Yes, strange as that may sound, I love looking numbers and it recharges me mentally. One of my secrets is to have meetings that have to do with analyzing numbers. So instead of having meetings that just drains me, this is a great meeting that energizes me. Okay, I'm joking a little, but in some cases, it is true. Now, ideally, we will get into meetings or I would be in every meeting that energizes me. But unfortunately, that is not true. But once again, it is about how can I balance knowing that this is a kind of situation that drains my energy? What do I need to do to put it back in? Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope that you've learned at least one thing that you're able to apply into your everyday life. As always, please subscribe, follow and share this podcast with your friends. Take care and step into the everyday with purpose.